Hey, you guys, welcome back to the Soul Less Life podcast. I'm super excited about today's episode. We're having a lunchtime chat. You know, usually we're here in the afternoon, but people are busy. And my guest, he's super busy, but he's able to squeeze me in today. So I want to thank him for that. And I have Hilberto Herrera. Did I get it right? You got it right. I got it right. That's, that's impressive. <laughs> Yes, he's joining us today. So we're going to give some people some time to jump on and we'll be right back. Welcome to the So Lux Life podcast, where our goal is to enhance the mental, physical and spiritual luxuries in life. Make your life luxurious through knowledge, coaching, training and technique. Visit us online at soulluxlife.com. Here's your host, Crispin J. Watson. So I hope you guys enjoyed that. So again, welcome. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. How are you today? Thank you for having me, first and foremost. I'm doing fantastic. Better than I deserve. What about you? I know. So much better than I deserve. But today's a good day. I got my workout in. I'm here now. Met with my mentee. So I feel like I'm being productive. But very productive, sounds like. <laughs> so yeah, so tell us a little bit about you, kind of who you are, where you grew up, how how you ended up in Alabama. Yeah, so man, I'm I'm just a guy that's on a mission to scale, you know, businesses through people. I feel like everybody, you know, should have a personal brand uh, and they should put themselves first before they try to help anybody. So I do that, you know, through consulting in the areas of brand marketing. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I was born in Panama, raised in Brooklyn, New York, moved to Alabama when I was in high school. Um, what a lot of people don't know, um, what kept me here was the fact that I was a father at 17. Uh, otherwise, I would have been out of here by now. Um, but, you know, <laughs> it, it worked out for the best. So here we are. Now I got I get a chance to connect with people like yourself and, you know, do amazing things, you know, in the community. Um, I sit on many boards, you know, the Birmingham Urban League Young Professionals Board. I'm, the, I'm their, uh, their president. I'm the Hispanic Interest Coalition of Alabama Junior Board's president. I sit on the AG Gas and Boys and Girls Club board. I sit on the board of governors at City Club, which is a private club here in Birmingham. So, you know, very, very uh, involved in in the community and I got my my hands, feet and ears to the street. uh, You know, (laughs) so I know exactly what's going on. And, you know, usually I can I can pick up the phone and, you know, solve many issues with my my network here. Nice. So it seems like, you know, you're kind of making your way around and you're very active in the community. Have you always been like this or was it something that kind of drove you to become very active in the community? Um, it was book 2011. You know, I was I had my first official job as a banker and I was invited to a, a Birmingham Beverly Young Professionals meeting. And when I met the people that I was around, I immediately joined you know, what we call the movement. Mm-hmm. The president of the movement at the time, um, he kind of took me under his wing and said, hey, how would you like to, you know, take a leadership position in the organization? At that pump, at that time, I had no idea what leadership was. And, you know, jumped right in. And one of the things I always tell people, if you want to learn certain skill sets, you know, do the work for free. 
Um, mm-hmm. And so I started, you know, doing community service work through the organization, but that translated into, you know, leadership, managing a team, you know, project management, and so many other things that I was able to leverage and use in my in my business and in my career. Yeah, speaking of which, so tell us what you do. So as I was telling you earlier, I'm a, I'm a marketing consultant. Well, I, I specialize in brand marketing. And the reason I, I use, I say brand marketing is because everybody wants to market, right? Mm-hmm. But if you don't have a brand, if you don't, you don't have uh, a way that people see you and view your, your company, your brand, your, whether it be personal or business, uh, they're not going to connect with your marketing and it's going to be harder for you to sell them. You know, so if you build a, a strong brand in the beginning, uh, with the message that captivates your audience, by the time you start putting your message out into the marketplace, your audience is connected with you. And when they come mm-hmm. through your doors, they have a, a, a strong connection with you, not just to buy a product, um, but they feel like you understand them because people don't buy uh, when they when they feel like, you know, they understand you. They want to feel like you understand them. Yeah. Yeah. So um, how important would you say marketing is for companies, especially small businesses. Let's kind of scale it down to small businesses because a lot of people, they start businesses, but they don't really put money into a marketing budget. So how how important would you say it is to kind of have a budget for your marketing? It's extremely important. Um, I'll tell you my favorite reason to have a marketing budget. It creates predictability in your business. If I know if I spend a dollar, I can get five back every single month then not you know based on the data and the and the work that i've done i know if i spend let's say a thousand dollars on marketing a month you know i'm gonna get four thousand every month mm-hmm. you know so it, it makes it makes business a lot easier once you get to that point now there are other forms like if you just starting out you don't necessarily have to spend a ton of money on marketing uh but you do want to once you start getting uh you know you start becoming profitable you want to set aside a portion of your revenue and you want to attract, you know, you want to set that aside for marketing, you know, mm-hmm. um, I would say in the beginning, you don't necessarily want to spend a bunch of money on marketing, uh, especially your traditional medias, like your billboards, your TV, uh, one, cause they're costly radio, things mm-hmm. like that. I would invest in branding building a, a personal brand or building a brand i would start figuring out who it is that i want to be around and who i want to serve and find out where they are and instead of using having a marketing budget you know set that budget aside to be a sponsor at events you know maybe you get a chance to speak maybe you get a chance to collect you know emails and phone numbers after that mm-hmm. and then you can start nurturing relationships that way and that way, by the time you do get to the point where you're marketing, we can take that data, load it up in Facebook, and we can reach them, you know, frequently and consistently a different way. Nice. So build a personal brand by actually getting out there into the community. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I, you know, just know who you want to serve and mm-hmm. where you got to know that person so well that you know where they hang out at. You know, it don't necessarily have to be at a charity event, but what restaurants they go to. Where do they right. where do they go to have fun? You know what I mean? Like I, I know put some, yourself in those rooms. Yeah. So for instance, you're a realtor, right? I know somebody mm-hmm. that wanted to serve as athletes. So he made it a point to work out in a gym that they work out in. Nice. You know, he, he leveraged that as a as a resource to build his clientele up. 
Nice. So we have a comment. Somebody said marketing consultants, what they wanted to do in college. Um, do you think it's too late? So if someone like already has a degree, do you think they need to go back to school to start getting into the marketing business or can they just kind of start where they are? I would say, you know, marketing is such a fast term. Um, find out what what drives you. So like with me, I like to write copy. I like direct response marketing. So what I mean by that is if I put something out into the into the uh, the marketplace, I want a direct response. You know, I don't care about the billboards. I don't care about the TV ads. I don't I want to be able to know that if I put something out, I can collect mm -hmm. data right away. I can see how people are responding. I can see if my offer is working right away. Um, you know, there's there's so many ways that you can become a marketer. You can be on a data side you know, where on the back end, you, you collect the data through tools like Google Analytics and, you know, you check in the SEO and then you give that to the person that creates the campaigns, you know. So, I mean, you don't, I would say you don't have to go back to school. Um, there mm -hmm. are, there are a ton of free courses, you know, that you can, um, you can leverage, you know, Grow With Google is a free resource that you can find a ton of courses for free. Google Garage is another one, you know, there are tools like HubSpot. Um, that, that give free classes. YouTube mm -hmm. University, you know, you can go on YouTube mm -hmm. and learn so much about marketing um, that it's ridiculous. Uh, but the biggest thing is you don't you don't want to be all things to all people. Pick the niches, bring the riches. So figure out mm -hmm. what your lane is and then mm -hmm. you go there. But to go back to school just to get another degree and get back in debt uh, only to go, you know, that, that's kind of, you know, kind of working backwards now you can start acting fast right yeah so I like how you said kind of pick a niche and kind of see because like you can that is broad like I want a marketing agency firm whatever but do I want to market um businesses or you know rap artists you know because that's two totally right. different spectrums right when it comes to that Nice. We have another question here. It says, what are the most effective ways to have your brand seen? It depends on who you are and what your business is. Um, again, that's that super broad. I would say the first question you have to ask yourself is, who's my customer? And where mm -hmm. are they? What type of content they consume? Where are they usually spending their time at? You know, so let's say, for instance, um, you're a luxury realtor, right? you know, and you want to target, you know, C-suite executives, you know, what type of magazines do they read? Where, you know, what, what are they checking on their phone? Is it the Birmingham Business Journal? Um, is it, you know, Rob Report? You know, those are some of the things that you need to start thinking about. It's not so much, uh, it all starts with who you are and who your customer is and what, how your message aligns with them. And does it align with the publication that you want to read? You know, what websites do they frequent? You know, mm -hmm. um, what type of blogs do they read? You know, you can go so many different places and, and uh, you know, get on the, the display network and put your message directly in front of that audience. You know, um, if, it's a, if it's a football mom or a soccer mom, you know, maybe you could sponsor uh, the field. Uh, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You know, social media, I mean, it's a free tool, you know, use them, Absolutely. use them, use them like they use you, you know, <laughs> they, they, they get your data and they sell it to other companies um, and, you know, find out what groups 
on on social these people are you know find out what type what social medias they're using you don't have to mm -hmm. you don't have to be on all of them you know like me my my focus is on linkedin you know facebook instagram and some twitter i don't really care about tiktok um mm -hmm. because you know my audience isn't necessarily there it doesn't serve your business yeah, yeah whereas me i like a lot of my clients come from tiktok they see me on there talking about houses. I'm showing different houses. So this that kind of goes back to what you said also. Just kind of figure out where your people are. Absolutely. And get in front of them there. Great question. We appreciate the question. So what Absolutely. would you say are some of the biggest challenges you've seen when it comes to branding um, and marketing? I guess among some of your clients that you work with personally without getting too personal. Yeah. People think about themselves and not the customer they try to serve. So I'll give you an example. I have a, I have a, a, a partnership with a company, and you know, we were talking in reference to some of the things that they post on their social media. Mm -hmm. um, I was kind of telling them like, hey, you know, you 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 market to look, you know, you market you market luxury goods to men. Some of the stuff that you post is not aligned with what that person might want to consume or how they, how they how you should be looked at. Mm -hmm. You know, and they're, you know, they're like, well, you know, um, I, uh, I just like to have a little comedy here and there. And I'm like, yeah, but you're thinking about you, you're not thinking <laughs> about your customer. You can post that stuff on your personal page, mm -hmm. but this page, it needs to have a certain voice. It needs to have a certain feel. Just like when they walk in your store, it has a certain tone, a, a certain feel, you know, you got to translate the same thing online. And then we were talking about who she wanted to do partnerships with. Uh, she showed me a picture of a guy and I was started looking through his stuff. And I was like, hey, let me ask you a question. If you don't pay this dude, will he ever buy from you? She was like, no, nah, not really. I said, then he's not your customer. I said, you yeah. like you like him um, because that's the type of person that you are. But remember, you know, people like myself, if you never give me a dollar, I'm still going to buy from you because you got stuff that I like to wear. You see mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And I gave her a couple Love of different it. examples. I said, you got to tell your message to the people that buy from you, not the people who you want to come in your store. You see what I'm saying? You know, that's the, yeah. and that goes back to understanding your your customer. And that goes back to understanding, you know, where you're trying to take the business to. Absolutely. And I can, I can kind of scale that back to real estate. Like if you want to be a luxury agent, you have to post luxury houses. <laughs> you right. can't, you know, say you're a luxury agent and all we see is like, you know, investment properties that need to be refurbished. We need to see what you're trying to get to right and then you know your your brand should attract the people you want but also repel mm -hmm. and keep the people you don't want away from you they shouldn't even think twice about coming to you <laughs> because every every customer is not for you again you got to niche down oh yeah and that's good um because i mean i've had the time clients down just because we want to get a good fit so it happens all money isn't good money oh yeah money. oh yeah <laughs> Trust me, you know, I, I got my stuff set up where certain people don't even think twice about coming to me <laughs> just for that very reason. Absolutely. You got to kind of weed out, weed out your audience there. So, so tell us about your book. So I really just created it um, to give people a really easy to digest tool to learn sales, marketing and branding. Um, those are the three tools that you need um, to drive you know, to, to, really, to really give, to fuel your business, basically, because they drive the revenue. 
You know, without the revenue, you can't invest in other areas of your business, your operations. You know, mm-hmm. you can't hire the best accountant. You can't hire the best lawyers. You know, everything in life is a sale. Um, once you learn how to sell, you need to be able to bring in as many leads as possible so that you can sell to them. You know, right. and then your your brand, you know, will attract people without you having to, you know, to put a dollar out there. You know, um, it's, mm-hmm. it's really it's a really short read. It's simple. Um, and it just gives people that are starting out a compass on the on the three things uh, that it, they need to do to start bringing in money right away. Yes, absolutely. So what's the name of it and where can we find it? How to Scale You. So you can find it at howtoscaleyou.com. Yes. Make sure y'all go get that. I'm going to get my copy and make sure I read it. <laughs> yeah. Or, um, you know, I, what I would do for your stream um, I usually sell it for like five bucks, but if they email my, you know, my team info, matter of fact, I will figure it out, but I'm going to figure out a way to give it to the, your, your viewers for free since this is your personal. Yes, your I can group. write it in the comments. Yeah, yeah. I'll put it in the Hold comments. On. Let me, let's work through that. Let's work through that right now, but I'll go ahead. I'm, yes. I'm, <laughs> yes. So make sure y'all tune into this live stream. If you're listening, you better go back and join the Solux Life Network group on Facebook. It's a public group, but you have to join so you can get the updates. That's what we're going on. See how we're always giving away free things here. It's Christmas oh, yeah. time. We're in the season of giving. So we appreciate you. <laughs> yeah, I mean that 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 tool is so valuable, especially if you don't if you don't know how to sell, I simplify it all for you. If you don't know how, you know, if you don't understand marketing, I make it as simple as possible to understand how people buy. Because you know, you got to put yourself in the mind of a customer and you got to understand uh, that there's a there's a path to a purchase. They got to see you. Then they got to consider you. Then they buy from you. And it doesn't stop there. Then after that, you got to make sure that they're so loyal to you that they come back to you and they tell other people to come to you. The key word there is you. Notice how many times you said you and all of that. Absolutely. (laughs) Hence how to scale you. Yeah. So if they text 205-832-5773, uh, with their name and their email and the words free book, my team will send that directly to them. And I'll even do one better. Um, if they text that, you know, if they got to make, I got to make sure that they're from your group. I will also not only give them a copy of my free book, but I also have a branding course that I normally sell for $200. I'll give that to them for free. Look, y'all, let me go ahead and text it now while I'm on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so you know, and at the end of the day, man, you know, I, I'm I'm a giver. I like to I like to give as much as possible because at the end of the day, if people, I feel like this, you can give the give it all to them if they want, if they if they're ready to take action, they're gonna pay you for what you do anyway. Absolutely, people invest in like you, people that they like. Absolutely. So, you may not be the best, but you may have connected with them on a level, so they're like, hey, I want to support them because. At your life and as a person. Yeah, and then, you know, to me, it's not. I don't look for people to support me. I look to be valuable to people. So as as long as I'm providing so much value to you, um, you'll want to come back to me. It's no different than being in a relationship. You know, you got to be valuable to each other every day. Right. You know, Absolutely. and that I do that in the form of providing resources. You know, giving giving out free content. Um, you know, connecting people with resources. You you name it. Because uh, at the end of the day, life is about people, you know, mm-hmm. my, you know, and I want I want my work to outlive me. I get I get my big bags from, you know, corporations. But 
you know, I remember being, um, you know, in, in a position where I felt like nobody would help me. So I had to figure everything out on my own. So that's a gift and a curse. But at the same time, there might be people, you know, that are ready to take that next step, ready to scale their business and, re- mm-hmm. and, be, and be serious about it. Um, but, you know, just no nobody is, has given them a chance yet. And I, I like to be that for certain people. Yeah, that's good because, I mean, I feel like we have to serve others. That's kind of why we're here on this earth. Absolutely. To serve and live out our purpose. So it's not always about you. You got to have a heart of gratitude and, you know, a heart of servitude so you can. Well, if you're in business, if you're in business, your business ain't about you anyway. It's about you. <laughs> right. sir. You know, mm-hmm. you're, it's about your employees because that's your first customer. And then your 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 clients, um, your employees first, because. If you don't empower them, whatever you transfer to them, they're going to transfer to your customers and that's going to make your business look bad. Mm-hmm. And people can tell me you're just in it for the money, too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, it's not always about that. We have it pinned in the group. So if you want your free copy of his book, make sure you guys text and email him. As you can tell he is dropping gems for you guys. He is giving away free items on the podcast just for you guys tuning in because the goal is to be a resource. So what are some resources you would say help you in your business, whether it be particular podcasts, books, or maybe events, masterminds that you've been to? Man, I, I read every day, all day. You know, in the beginning, I started reading, you know, like, you know, your typical books like Think and Grow Rich. Think and Grow Rich. You right. know, rich, rich Dad, Poor Dad. Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Um, I would tell you if you hadn't read How to Win Friends and Influence People, um, that's a really good one. That's like an intro to marketing in a sense because it, it teaches you to put yourself in the mind of a customer. Mm-hmm. And one of the key lessons from there is, you know, if you was to go fishing, you would think about what kind of fish you're trying to catch and what to put on your um, on your hook so that you can bait them in. You know, you don't think about yourself at that point. You think about what it mm-hmm. is that it's going to take for you to get that fish out the water. So you got to think about your customers in the same sense. Um, oh, that's a good one. That was called How to Win Friends and Influence. How to How to Win Friends and Influence People. And Influence People. Mm-hmm. That's a classic. I'm going to drop in there for you guys. Um, you know, there are many, mar- you know, books like uh, Contagious, Purple Cow, uh, those, you know, Influence. Uh, you know, but I would say, yeah, so I, I'm starting to see the, the, the people come in. So my team will get that to you shortly. <laughs> um, you know, but it, you, if you, as long as you read and you don't have to eat a book, you know, if you read about 10 pages a day, you know, turn your car into a university, you know, instead mm-hmm. of listening, instead of listening to the latest, you know, whatever you're <laughs> listening to, hop in a podcast, you know, watch a YouTube video. You know yeah. what I mean? Audible, if you don't like to read, there's always Audible. You know, I'll read a book. Yeah. I read every day, but I also listen to Audible. You know, mm-hmm. I still, I'm still invested in courses. You know, I've paid, you know, probably over $100,000 in education myself. Um, I'm taking a course right now, a digital marketing and an e-commerce certification. Um, that's six months, you know, and a lot of the stuff I know, but then some of the stuff I didn't. You know, mm-hmm. so you always just got to keep the sword fresh. You know, um, yeah. I take I take courses on Facebook ads, TikTok ads, you know, LinkedIn, you know, um, sales navigator, 
you know, Google display network, SEO, you know, but my biggest skill set is I'm a copywriter. I can write words that garner attention. And that's a skill that a lot of people don't master. So if you listen to me, uh, I would urge you all learn how to write copy, you know, because the words that you write on your post and how you write them will dictate if they click on whatever you put out there. And your goal is to get them to click on whatever it is that you have so that they can come to your personal, you know, mm-hmm. uh, also I'm big on email marketing, you know, uh, yeah. you, 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 you don't see me promote a lot of my stuff on Facebook or, you know, or any of my socials. Uh, but I do have a huge email list and that's partly just being honest with you. That's partly why I give away a lot of stuff It's because I want to nurture those relationships. So now that those people are in my funnel, I can deliver more value to them and speak directly to them. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Uh, simply because if social media ever goes down, I don't own that data. You know what I mean? But I do own, you know, my email server, you know, mm-hmm. I own my website, you know. Right. So I want to have a direct conversation with my audience um, on a consistent basis. I write articles. So, but yeah, so if you don't learn nothing from me today, learn how to write copy. <clears throat> build an email list if you if you think email marketing doesn't work that's a lie i can send one email and get 50 people through to my event in one email you know i've sold mm-hmm. things for other people through my emails yeah um, i've done real estate clients through emails i try to send out a newsletter and i've had clients they're like i would have forgot about you but you are you're always sending me an email so right right and it, it doesn't have to be salesy you know as long as you mm-hmm. deliver value Stay in touch with them. See, that's another thing that people, especially in real estate, you know, they sell you that house one time, but they don't, they forget about you after. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. So how you going to get the referrals? How you going to, you know, when they're ready to upgrade that house, you know, they they might go with somebody else. Yeah, because I can't remember your name. I've got clients like that. Um, I asked them, like, did you have a realtor when you? We bought this. I was like, yeah, but I can't think of her name. So right, because you know they sold the house, they got they got gone, and they didn't think to continue to follow up, even if it's once once a quarter, twice right. a year. You know, just even like holiday, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, right. <laughs> birthday. Yeah, that's a good one. We talk about that a lot in real estate, but I know that you can. Use that in whatever business that you do. Absolutely. My sister's a photographer, and she kind of used some of the same things that I use in my real estate for her photography business. So I can see why your why your content is the way it is. <laughs> it's not all her now, but it's a lot of her. She does <laughs> my professional photos. So definitely book capture by Carissa Photography. You know, she's the best. <laughs> Have to plug the sis there. So what would you say were some of the your biggest challenges with starting your business? Man, so with me, um, I was always good at sales. I knew how to get the money. It was just the mm-hmm. operational side. You know, like I was getting money, but I wasn't investing in operations. I wasn't investing in accounting. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't investing in things to streamline my business. I was just hustling. Um, you know, some other people might have a different issue, but for me, because I've always been in sales, I can go talk to anybody, put a contract in front of you, present to you, negotiate, get a contract and start servicing a contract, you know, but I had to learn how to streamline my business where I can, you know, I can have a process and I can have a system 
are in place to make my life easier and keep my customers happier, you know? Mm -hmm. So when you start getting a little money, you know, start investing back into your business and really systemize it and really make it a business. Because in the beginning, we're just hustling. We're trying to get that client. You know, we're trying to get some money coming in. But it's really not a business. Yeah, it's really not a business until you can invest into marketing, you know, um, accounting. You know, you can invest in software that automates things for you. You know, mm-hmm. you need a CRM so you can keep up with all the leads and, and keep it all together so that you can see where the conversation is and when you need to follow up again. Can't leave it up to chance. Absolutely. So kind of tell us, what's the day in the life of you as a marketing consultant? What's what's your routine like starting with your morning routine all the way until at night? 4.30 up, 5, 5.30 workout, you know, of course. Well, of course, you know, I skipped a couple steps because I meditate. Um, mm-hmm. Then I go to the gym. Um, then after I go to the gym, I'll come into the office. I'll read, you know, for about 30 minutes. You know, um, then the first thing I do is look at all my personal campaigns and see where they are. Um, I'm looking at what I got running to see if I need to tweak anything. Mm-hmm. Then then I start looking at, you know, I make a I always have a checklist or I always have, you know, something that I'm working towards. You know, my, my Mondays are centered around. I don't take meetings on Mondays, so I, I plan my week that day, set my goals. And then I, I said, you know, key performance indicators to get me to those goals. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursdays, I take all my meetings with my clients, uh, potential clients. Fridays is my wrap up. And, you know, Saturdays, that's when I set it aside for education of the first part of the morning. So I'm always either in a mastermind, like you said, taking a course, going to a seminar, a webinar, um, you know, anything of that, of that sort. Because I'm always trying to get in rooms of people that are a chapter ahead of me. Right. Nice. So you mentioned earlier um, that you were a parent. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So how is like your work life balance? Some of your kids probably a little older now. How old is he? My, my, my oldest daughter is 19. Oh, she, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my, and then I have a 14 year old girl. So what how that works is, of course, I was a parent at 17. You know, initially. That was I was a kid, so she had to watch me grow up. But we have and we grew up together. We really did. Yeah. You know, um, but she's in college. So she's, you know, she's just as busy as I am. Um, but the beautiful thing about that, you know, she enjoys going to places with me that are related to what I do. So like if I have a gala to go to or a networking event, she comes and she, you know, enjoys the event while I work. Um, mm-hmm. but we also set aside time, like on Sundays, we'll, we'll set aside time to do something together. You know, my 14 year old girl, you know, she, um, she's, you know, coming into who she is right now. So, you know, she, when we do spend time together, she likes to go to the movies. So, you know, there's always time, um, mm-hmm. you know, for us to bond. Yeah. Yeah, I know that's one thing I kind of, I taught myself like in that hustle mode that you spoke about earlier. I'm just hustling, hustling, hustling. And I wasn't really in, like, I was there with my kids, but I wasn't there like really mentally because I'm thinking about work. I'm thinking about calling clients, doing this and that. So I've been trying to be more intentional about actually doing things with them. And, you know, with me, you know, I know they're going to outgrow my lap eventually. So. My goal is to just show them to be the best human beings they can be so that they can live yeah. the best life possible. I'm not trying to be their friend. 
you know, I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to be selfish and live through them. I let them be who they are, mm-hmm. um, you know? So like for instance, with my oldest daughter, you know, when she was growing up, she tried a million things. She tried photography, cheerleading, dance, you know, you name it, she's done it all, you know, but that's because she wanted to. So I never forced anything on her. Uh, same thing, you know, with Jordan, you know, she, um, right now she's in a stage of where she wants to, she says she wants to be a, a, a business owner. So and she works with a friend of mine right now. And my friend is showing her how she runs her operations on the weekends, you know, at 14. Right. <laughs> you know, so she, they get to, you know, they get to see it. And I was like, cause you know, the, the earlier you start, the earlier you will know if this is what you want to do. Absolutely. Start them young. I love that. So what would you say was, I guess, from starting your own business, what was your biggest failure and how did you overcome it? Several, several. (laughs) So one of my one of my biggest failures um, was starting a business with a friend. We're no longer friends. Um, Mm. And just simply because we we had the best intentions together, but we didn't put we didn't create a strategic uh, partnership agreement on paper to outline, you know, our roles. You know, what mm-hmm. we should do, to, you know, what we can't do, what kind of decisions need to be made together, who's in charge of what, things of that nature. It's no different than if you're about to get married and you get a prenup, you should do the same thing in business. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that was one. Um, and you, I've taken a lot of L's in business. You know, <laughs> I've, I've tried to do joint, joint ventures with people yeah. where it didn't go well. I was the face of it. So, of course, I took the biggest L. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. the people in the background... You know, um, just going get, on about their life. <laughs> oh yeah, you know. So I mean, but you—that's the thing about business. If you don't fail, you'll never yeah. know. You'll never be able to to pivot and grow. You know, you. The thing about life, you know, when you go to school, they give you the answers to the test ahead of time, and then you take the test. In life, you take mm-hmm. the test first, and then you figure the answers out. <laughs> you know, right. That's why I think it's so great for people to invest in things like masterminds and things like that, because those people, they've taken the test. They got the answer. So why make it hard on yourself? You have to invest in you and your business. So. Absolutely. And even if, and even if you go to a mastermind, you know, you're still eventually going to fail at something. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, you want to fail as fast as possible. Get it out of the way. Right. Um, it's no different than going <laughs> to Kind of know what to expect. Like, you know, they talked about this. when you go to the gym you you beat your body up to failure and then you recover Mm -hmm. and then you do it all over again until one day you wake up and you accomplish your goal right (laughs) nice so where do you see yourself in let's say five years in five years so let's see i'll be 41 my you know my goal honestly is to be a venture capitalist i want to be able to take what I know, invest in businesses that are already thriving and make them grow bigger. You know, more particularly, you know, Latino and black owned businesses, mm-hmm. you know, and I want to be that partner to them that helps them, you know, get the success they want. And I know I can't do that by being in business on my own. I need, you know, I want to have as many successful partnerships as possible and build a conglomerate of businesses that are thriving. Mm-hmm. Nice. That's really, it's essentially my goal. <laughs> so not to be not to be on the business side, but the, on the investor side. So I'm doing everything possible now to be able to accomplish that. 
Yeah, so what are some of your personal goals for the next five years, like outside of business? What are some things you want to do? So as far as, you know, my personal goals, I'm learning how to box. So possibly one day, <laughs> you know, spar in the ring that, you know, that's a physical goal. That's 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 how I challenge myself. Um, you know, I want to I want to spend as much time within the next five years traveling Uh my goal is to get to the point where I can walk away from business and my business not need me for a year. Yes. <laughs> you know, and, and in order to do yes. that, in order to do that, you have to have the right system in place, you know? So take, for instance, the CEO of McDonald's, he doesn't have to show up and uh, the, the system still runs, you know, same, same thing with, you know, any of the, the large corporations, you know, um, and here's another book that I will tell you how to read. It's called The E-Myth. So it talks about exactly what I'm referring to. Um, it talks about, you know, building your business in a way that you're going to sell it one day. That takes that takes the emotion out of building a business and it, look, and it teaches you how to create, you know, a scalable business through processes. And, you know, a lot of our small business owners, they, they get into syndrome where they got to do everything themselves, mm-hmm. um, you know, and they don't trust anybody. Well, that that usually stagnates you because, yes, you know, if you need to take time off your business, you're not making no money. You know, if you want to take a vacation, your business stops. But if you put, right. you know, but say, for instance, with you, if you become a broker, you your realtors are still going to be out there selling, paying you broker fees and, you know, things of that nature. So you still get that income without you mm-hmm. having to be the one doing all the work. Yeah, I was watching a YouTube video um, about a business and she said her biggest, I guess, drawback was her not hiring help early on. She waited so long. She was trying to do everything herself and it was really pushing her back. She could have been so many steps ahead. Right. And, then you know, in the beginning, you might not have the resources to hire Mm -hmm. somebody full time, but you can, you know, I tell people all the time, you don't need a team. You just need to get stuff done. So you yeah. can hire someone on a, you know, on a one time projects, right. Yeah. Or you can go to Fiverr, you can go to mm-hmm. Upwork, you know, you can get a mm-hmm. virtual assistant uh, that works, you know, for pennies on a dollar. Literally. Yes. So yeah, investing you, this has been wonderful. Is there anything else you would like to share with the audience? That's really it. Uh, you got, mm-hmm. you know, I would just say, hey, if you if you're on this journey and you want to build a business or you want to take a career to another level, invest in a personal brand. Um, mm-hmm. You know, think about Apple. You know, they got a polarizing figure. Uh, you know, Elon Musk has driven new life into Twitter. You know, <laughs> people follow Elon Musk, right? Beyonce. You know, people people no matter what she supports, they're gonna buy it. Rihanna. You know all the partnerships she has, you know, that can translate into other streams of revenue too. Like my speaking fee is $10,000 for one hour of my time, you know, $15,000 for, you know, half day, which is usually two to four hours. And Mm -hmm. if I do a full day, it's $20,000. If I go overseas, those fees double, you know, and that's because of my personal brand. You know, I've been able to, I've been able to create seven streams of income just over my name. People don't even care about my business's name. They care about me. They know me. You know, yeah. Consulting, speaking, courses, content, you know, strategic partnerships, affiliates, you know, affiliate partnerships, 
you know, I've done, you, you can do the same, but mm-hmm. you just gotta, you gotta brand yourself, you know, mm-hmm. and you gotta understand that there are people that want to be a hero and you're their tour guide to make them a hero. You know, there, another, another book that I will give you all to read is called how to build a story brand by a guy named Donald Miller. I don't know if you ever read that, but that, that's really a golden book. How to build a story brand. So yeah, make sure you guys get all of these books, read them, um, text your name and email so they can add you to the list. You can get your free information. This has been wonderful. I really enjoyed it. And I really appreciate you, Hilberto, for coming on. Hey, thank you for having me. You know, let's catch up soon. Yes, absolutely.